0: The interim report the Public Protector into the Parlour Parlour investigation um, made its way into the media over the weekend, and it... Um it essentially seems to absolve Sir Romopoza from any wrongdoing. Um, he, he, there was no conflict of interest between his job as president of country and his involvement with the, the two farms. Um, he declared everything that he needed to declare. He did report, as he was required to report, the fact that this money had been stolen from the farmhouse, from where it was stored in the furniture, and that any problems with the subsequent investigation were not his, at to be laid at his door, but to be laid at the door of Major General Wally Ruhrder, who was head of his protection detail and then went against the rules by launching a private investigation using public resources to do so. Kyle Cowan is the investigative journalist at News twenty four, He's been doing a lot of work on this story kyle how does it strike you
1: hi john good afternoon yes um so it's it's very important to remember that the public protector only has jurisdiction to investigate some very narrow things um the public protector does not have the powers to subpoena people's bank account and start looking at all sorts of tax stuff or foreign exchange regulations or anything like that the public protector's job was very simple did the president meet his obligations by declaring his interest in these companies did he abuse his power that you know was there a conflict of interest and it's very clear that he didn't abuse his power he informed a high-ranking police official of the burglary he declared his financial interests now we must understand that these declarations are not random sent income and then expenditure statements that kind of thing he simply to comply with the law he simply has to say that he has an interest in this entity and that entity and he has to do that every year and he's fine And that's what the public protector has found. I don't think that to anyone who is legally minded, who has looked at the complaints filed with the public protector, that this is a surprise at all.
0: What then? I mean, you you are much more in touch with a heck of a lot of the background, a lot of the detail, the story, than than I am. You'll have it at your fingertips where I have to reach into the deepest recesses of my memory. Um, um, And (laughs) What SARS SARS tells us that um, the two farms and Sol Ramaphosa are completely compliant, they've been audited Mm -hmm. and they are wholly compliant. We haven't heard anything from the Reserve Bank yet, but the presidency has said to us it's not the presidency's duty to report the the fact that they took control of dollars it is the responsibility of the sudanese businessman to report that he brought dollars into the country which he mm. says he did but there doesn't appear to be any evidence that he did so with with yeah. all of that what could he still potentially be found to have done wrong
1: so the very fact that there was the existence of these this, this amount of dollars at at his farm and he has now said himself that he visited the farm the day after the money was allegedly handed over on the 25th of December 2019. He says he was there on Boxing Day, the 26th, and he was informed of the transaction. And then he left for Cape Town on holiday. The president knew that there was at least, according to him, five hundred and eighty thousand dollars at his farm, and then did nothing about it. For at well, least. Well, 45- he, he, to- he
0: says he told them to put it in the bank or the safe, and then from there to the bank. I mean, yes. <laughs> I, I'm not a
1: billionaire, so I don't know how billionaires operate. No, neither am I. Uh, but <laughs> but again, you know, it, it comes down to a very a very funny legal question, right? So, Intabaniorny Estates, which is the company that that manages and runs Intabaniorny and Pala Pala, um, the president is the sole director of this company. He has a, a, a responsibility in terms of as a, dir- as, as a director, but these two entities are two separate juristic entities. Now. Forgive me if we go down this road, if you had a very good lawyer, if it was you or I or Joe Public that had a similar situation like this happen, we would probably have a much more difficult time of it. But there is a bit of there is a bit of walking on eggshells around this in terms, you know, because it is the president and so on and so forth. And I just want to say this, that the SARS statement that was issued has not cleared anything up for me. The SARS statement that says in Taban Yoni Estates and in and Yoni Feedlot, the two closed corporations that the president is a director of, that their tax affairs are in order, and so indeed is the president's tax affairs himself. And he has now given SARS permission to talk about this. But that statement does not say, for example, that... You know, uh, we specifically looked into the matter of this money that arrived at the farm and was then stolen. We are happy that it was declared and taxes were paid on it and so on and so forth. It's a very carefully worded statement by SARS. And I genuinely question uh, them them
0: knowing about the, the money that was supposed to the money that was handed over. Um, and that was in the money was handed over on the 25th of December 2020. So it would have become part of the 2021 tax return. So one expects that SARS is if SARS is doing their job and they're doing their job better under Edward Kisvetter than they did under Tom Moyani. But that they would have had a check of his 2021 to see whether Ntaba and Palapalo or Sula declared that
1: $486,000 as income. So it gets, uh, it gets it gets quite complicated very quickly in terms of tax issues around, especially around game and goods being moved and so on and so forth. And remember, the buffalo are still on the farm. So, so there, there are all sorts of very complex tax arguments that can be made around whether a transaction actually took place, whether the transaction is still going to take place and whether tax is payable or not. And we would definitely need, I think, several tax experts who might have a very long argument about this for yeah. a couple of hours to understand all of that. But my, my problem with that statement is that the wording was, I think, vague, and it should have been a little bit more direct. It doesn't give me the greatest amount of confidence. Again, also, the timing of SARS releasing that statement is very strange to me. SARS says no to the public protector. We're not going to give you any tax information. Somehow, in between all of that, the president and his two entities give SARS permission to speak about it, but none of that finds its way into the public protector's report, which is, so there are questions there.
0: Yeah, and and as you report on News Twenty Four today, um, the the people who have been fingered in the public protector's report as being part of the robbery, you've pointed out that the money that they spent mm-hmm. in the immediate aftermath um, of of the polapala robbery was mm-hmm. significantly in excess of mm. the $486,000 which Sil Ramaphosa says was handed over in return for the future sale of Buffalo and you know we then we yep. have to assume that the, the, there was other money which was stuffed in, in mm. other sofas that they happened to rob at roughly the same time which is how they got to uh, you know mm. what is it about they, they seem to have spent about twice 486000 times whatever dollars um, would translate into Iran's into
1: yeah so my colleagues and I at News24, we've been able to account for conservatively about 15 million rand. Now, the this was spent in the immediate aftermath of the burglary and, you know, sort of up into mid-2021. This includes property purchases, diamond studded t- mouth jewelry, uh, vehicles, all sorts of things. And the, the problem with this is that the president says $580,000 Worth roughly 8.1 million rand at 2019 exchange rates, was dropped off at his farm. There's a recording of one of the suspects in a vehicle being questioned by unknown individuals, who then and he then claims that they took about 800,000 dollars and left some money behind. And and this is where it all starts to like not add up. But if you just focus on 580,000 dollars, 8.1 million rand, there. There's no way that that was the only money that these people had access to, and what we at News24 have been able to determine, you know, through through various investigations that we've done over the last however many months, is that these individuals who are positively linked to the burglary by police officials at the time led a modest, modest if not poor lifestyle prior to this. So, so can't the wealth, the sudden expenditure, can't be explained by some savings account that they had locked away somewhere either. So there are real questions, not only around how much was actually taken, but whether the money was actually ever there for the purpose that, that has now been claimed that it was there for. Whether those buffalo ever actually going to be transported to a farm that Mr. Hazi Mustafa doesn't apparently own?
0: And. I'm now, well, I've been thinking this for quite a while since the beginning. Are we ever going to know whatever the full truth of this is? Again, the public protector's motives is an interim report. Uh, She gets feedback from the people mentioned. She might change it a little bit, a lot, not at all. Uh, And then it'll become a public document and then we'll have access to the full thing. Uh, And there's still the the Hawks investigation. And people are already saying the acting public protector wants to be the next public protector and have a seven year term there, so that's why she's inevitably going to find in favor of the president. Um are the SIU, the Hawks, going to do a proper investigation when the subject is the president of this country? And so I ask you, do you think that there will come a time at which there is a version of events on the table which seems full and complete?
1: I don't think there ever will be unless someone from within the president's innermost circle decides to genuinely try and sink the president and tell a story that is, number one, more believable, and number two, verifiable. Of course, there are hundreds of theories around all of this, and we have to stick to the versions that we have on record. And the versions that we have on record don't make a lot of sense. And I just want to add, John, that the Acting Public Protector... Has done i think a very good job here she has not strayed into areas that she could get into trouble legally she has not strayed into areas that are not within her jurisdiction it is a marked difference to the now suspended public protectors modus operandi around politically sensitive things and i think they've done a really really good job in assessing the evidence available to them it's not a popular decision you know exonerating the president of wrongdoing but according to the letter of the law They have done what is necessary, and so has he.
0: Kyle, thank you very, very much. I look forward to reading more from the team investigating this on behalf of News 24. That was Kyle Cowan.